So it's the new year. Crazy things were already happening. We're, what, seven days in? People are sick. Team Rally's a little on the light side today. <laughs> things are happening. So in 2022, that fast, I'm going to talk about something that I didn't want to talk about, and I was reluctant because when I've heard these types of messages and it didn't work for me, I got real bitter. But the Holy Spirit said, talk. So I'm talking. So 2022 was the fast that the Lord said, sell your Jeep. And y'all know I had a soul tie with that Jeep. <laughs> I loved that Jeep. I was $25,000 plus just in credit debt, credit card debt, $600 Jeep payment. Could barely give if I wanted to give. And I was drowning, and I just was not a good steward. So y'all know where this is going. So I sold the Jeep. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> I sold the Jeep reluctantly. But I was obedient reluctantly. That's key word, I think. But I did it. A year later, the Lord really talked to me about my credit cards and... I swallowed some pride, and I called a debt relief place, and they're taking care of that. I'm paying it, but I'm not drowning. That, that move allowed me a little bit more finances, and then my mom needed help. I started going back and forth and taking care of her, and the money that I was giving to her took away from here, unfortunately. I had found, oh God, dog it. Edit that out. I had found in 1 Timothy 5.4 that it said, Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, then these should learn first to, first of all, to put their religion into practice by caring for those, for their own family, and so parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. So I took that as like my permission to give to my mom to help her. But I didn't have enough to give here. Or not at least consistently. And then, so this has gone on for 2022, 20, for a while, and consistently giving for a while. But I'm not really seeing much, um, much reward, I guess, for lack of a better word. I'm really not seeing much movement in my finances other than I'm not as tight as I was and then skip ahead and I start doing the the awe of God book with Malia thank you <laughs> and there's a chapter and we're gonna do it and I'm sure Misty's gonna talk about it and if you don't do it you're really missing out but we're gonna do it and there's a chapter just about obedience and if you think you're saved, read that chapter. You might question the salvation. One of the sentences in there said, even if you're 99% obedient, you're still 100% disobedient. And that really shook me. And so I, being who I am with the Lord, said, okay, Lord, well, where, where am I being disobedient? Like, I'm doing really good lately. And he showed me some things in my marriage, and he showed me some things with my mom 
and I repented, and that was really kind of all that he showed me right then and there, and then I come home. So I'm kind of skipping back and forth. So in October, when we were doing the awe of God, when I first got back, is when this conversation was happening. So I had to make some amends. I had to do some repenting. And we don't ever talk about giving or tithing in a sermon or really in this church unless someone's sharing their own testimony. But this particular Sunday, Richie was... I forgot what the actual sermon was, but I do remember this particular part. It was, he said that the only place to test God is in your finances. And I remember sitting, we were at the old building, and I remember sitting there, Lord, I'll give it, but you have to provide it. And that was my last conversation with God about that. (laughs) Well, shortly after that happened, I'm making a mess up here. Shortly after that happened, I'm... At work, I was running out. I don't, ha- I don't know if our department's going to be closed or not. I just know that by 9 o'clock in the morning, I have no work. So I reached out to my manager, and I asked if there was anything else I could do. Was there training? Was there another department that needed help? And she goes, yeah, let me check with billing. And that was what I was trained for, actually. So I started training on a Wednesday. This is, I just purposed and by heart I would do it. I never even wrote the first check, gave the first click, nothing. In three days, I was seamlessly transferred to a new department that has abundance of work. I did not, a raise did not come with that. It was a lateral move. A raise didn't come with it, but overtime did. Three days later after that, I get a call from my manager. Oh, by the way, this department, we get quarterly bonuses. Okay, Lord. Okay, you're serious. Okay. What happens when I give my first giving, my first offering? Well, let's see. Um, After that, Stone gets overtime. Stone don't get overtime in his job, and he hates overtime because he doesn't particularly like his job, so he always says no, but this time he said yes. It's like, wow, you're not blessing just me. You are blessing, like, the household. Two weeks before, nope, I'm skipping ahead. One, a couple of weeks after that, my manager calls me. It's a one-on-one, my one-on-one evaluation. She goes, Toby, she goes, I can't put in for, your, I can't put in for a raise, but I'm going to send you the steps. You can ask human resources for a raise, and I will support and validate everything you ask for. I have been with this company nine and a half years, and I have not had one manager or director ever tell me that I could get a raise outside of my 2% annual increase, ever. It's like, now I'm consistently giving to both places. I've doubled it. I get a text two weeks before Christmas from a gentleman that I befriended his wife. He speaks at his men's ministry. He texts me, hey, we would like to go by and measure your mom's back ramp, her wheelchair ramp. Do you, you know, is there a good time for that? I said, call my sister. She's with my mom. Y'all set up a time, but that would be awesome. Thank you so much. That's a $2,500 lumber alone job. It's like, God, you are so good. You are so good. And that's just like a month or so of me giving. I'm sorry, I cannot see anything. So I'm sharing all this to say I was one of those that 
I would see, I would hear other testimonies and I would see other people giving and, you know, they would get free cars, they would get checks in the mail, all these great and wonderful things. And it never happened for me. It never happened. And it's like, well, Lord, okay, I guess only works for them, not for me again, going back to that whole shame, shame thing that I had over me and everybody else gets it, but I don't. I say all that to say that the obedience has not come without trials. It's not like I just purposed this in my heart and made the decision and started giving and it's kumbaya. We've had some, we've had some struggles in my household. Um, Satan's not happy. One of the things that happened within the first few weeks of me starting to give, making a decision to do right with the Lord and be obedient was I've had my, so many I've had this checking account for 20 years with GTE. Within the first couple of weeks, I went through three debit cards and a changing of an account because someone tried to hack it. Literally, like, linked up to my checking account to try to make, you know, do what, what they wanted to do with deposits and withdrawals. Like, you can withdraw all you want, you're not going to get much. But it was my much. Not once did Soma and I fight. Frustration, yes. Of course, you're going to be frustrated. It's a little scary when you're, do you think your finances are just going to, you know, disappear? Went through three debit cards, had to keep calling Richie. So sorry, Fit Camp payment won't go through. I have a new debit card. I'll text you the information. I mean, that's a little embarrassing. But again, not a dime was lost. So God not only provided, He protected. Now that this is going on, it's like, okay, Lord, I don't want to just be a good giver. I want to be smart with what's left over. Show me what to do. 20% savings. <laughs> well, how am I going to put gas in my car? You know, that's a, that's a nice chunk of, not a huge chunk of change, but it's, 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 it's grocery money. So this past check... 20% savings, gave my giving, paid my bills, paid the debt, collector, whatever I owe them, and I still have money left over. I was able to, thank you, Jesus. I was able to bless people for Christmas that I have not been able to do that in a long time. And it's not just my finances that are increasing. I feel a greater increase of the Lord's presence in my life. I don't know what's all attached to the stronghold of money, but it's more than just money. I think it's our security. I think it's our identity. I think it's our, how we, you know, our image, status, whatever is attached. When, we, when I surrender my finances to the Lord, things are breaking. So if you were like me and you were reluctant to give or you just don't see how you can give and make a bill. I just want to close with 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. Remember this. Wherever, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. 
And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you still abound in every good work. And I think for me that reluctantly was my 99% obedience, 100% disobedience. Mm 